Many people dream of finishing a marathon, but few actually do it. You did, in Chicago and New York. But unlike everyone else, even those who made it to the end, your decision to enter the race started on the day that your leg was amputated. You're listening to 2233, a podcast of Exchange Stories. Cuando yo decidí amputar, o sea, digo, es muy fácil decir voy a... When did I decide to run marathons? As soon as my leg was amputated. I needed a plan, something worthy. No leg, no problem. I would run a marathon. I was no longer in pain, and the cancer was gone. There was nothing holding me back. No hay dolor. No hay cáncer. Puedo correr un maratón. No hay pierna. Puedo correr un maratón. This week, losing a leg in order to have two feet on the ground. Inspired by awe and awe-inspiring. And realizing a dream by crossing the finish line. Join us on a journey from Quito, Ecuador to New York City and becoming an inspiration to many along the way. It's 22.33. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. These exchanges shaped who I am. When you get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them. They are people very much like ourselves. And That's what we call cultural exchange. Mi nombre es Katy Pico. Vengo desde Quito, Ecuador. Hello, my name is Kathy Pico. I am from Quito, Ecuador. I am an accountant, but I am also a sports motivator. And the program that I work with is All, the Academy of Women Entrepreneurs. Soy parte del programa Awe. Durante 17 años, For 17 years of my life, I was dedicated to being a success. I did all the right things. I studied. I worked hard. I thought that being successful in life meant having a good job. And I did everything I could to achieve these things. I studied for my MBA. And then one day, the pain in my toe, in my left toe, became unbearable. And I had this pain for years. But I finally went to the doctor and I got the devastating news that it was cancer. And just like that, all my plans and all my hard work came to the end because now I was fighting for my life. Porque ahora tenía que luchar por mi vida, ¿no? During this time, everything became an illusion. I wasn't happy. And I realized I only had one opportunity to make sense of my life. After cancer. I lost my leg, but I gained a vision. And I decided to take my new life to talk about cancer and what happens after. Because I found out that people don't really talk about this. They talk about fighting for it. They talk about 
what you go through, but nobody talks about what happens after and what you do with your life after. So I decided to write, and I wrote about my experience, and through these writings, my project was born. Being an accountant and a numbers person, I knew that the odds were not in my favor, but I didn't care, and this was something that would make me happy. I had to console my family, and in doing so, I found a strength inside of me that I didn't know I had. When you're told that you have cancer, you have two days to make all these decisions. You have two days to be depressed. You have two days to figure out your life plan. You have two days to make all these decisions. And during that time, it was the hardest time. But now when I look back on it, I see it as a blessing. It helped me reorganize the thoughts I had, my life, and the things that I needed stayed with me. The things that worked stayed with me, and everything else just became noise, and I learned to let it go. Since then, I've decided to take this experience and use it as motivation for women. I've since ran marathons. I am so incredibly amazed that I was able to get a prosthetic leg that works and has allowed me to run marathons. And this is how I found the Academy of Women Entrepreneurs, this Academy of Women just helping each other and inspiring each other. And I can tell you now that I am happy. Y te puedo decir que soy feliz. Actualmente, el programa AWE, eh, lo decimos así en español, AWE. The Academy of Women Entrepreneurs, also known as AWE, and in Ecuador, we call it AWE. Its goal is to introduce women to the world, women with skills in marketing, in finance, etc. It's basically the message to all women saying what you do is good. Just being selected makes every woman a winner. Being a part of all, backed by the Department of State, lends authority and respect to the program, to the program recipients, and to all the women that are a part of it. And all the women feel incredibly proud being a part of this program. Fie en lo que haces. Somos muchas mujeres con diversidad de proyectos. Through all, I have come in contact with a variety of projects and women in Ecuador. One of my close friends, Doris Marroquín, is the founder of Linkeados Ecuador, which is a business that pays immigrants to promote Ecuador. If you use her company, you will get a percentage. Another great friend, Giovanna Arcos, is a nutritionist, which helped me a lot getting all the nutrients that I needed post-cancer. There's another friend who founded Tatia Hats. Taita. Taita. Taita Hats. And this, these hats are made out of straw, 
and you can customize them however you want. I also know a woman who is a mechanic, a mechanic. She works on cars, and she is one of the pioneers in her business. Ecuador can be a masochist country, and I want to bring about that change. We are not defined by our gender. I am now a disabled person. In Ecuador, we don't have a voice. I want to change that mentality. I want people to know that you can be happy with a disability. And not only that, but you will find hidden talents. Discapacidad significa encontrar los talentos que puedes hacer con lo que te queda. Mi sueño es que la discapacidad sea no... My dream is to stop the victimization of living with a disability. I want the youth to see me and my dreams, not just my disability. I want to inspire all. I hope all will help me reach women all over the world. Prior to this, I was never an athlete, but now I run marathons. I climb mountains. I want people to know that living with disabilities can be joyful. Find what it is that you love to do and do it and not let anything get in your way. How can I motivate you if I don't do inspirational things? This is why I climb mountains. This is why I run marathons. I do all this with a prosthetic leg to show you that life goes on. Si mañana te mueres, tú haces un balance de qué te faltó hacer. The defining moment for me when all my dreams started to come together was while I was fighting for my life. If somebody tells you that you will die tomorrow, you reflect on what is missing from your life. And at that moment, I realized I was missing everything, everything. Though I'd done everything that society expected of me, I realized I was not happy. I decided then I needed to learn what it was that made me happy. My mother's death when I was a child possibly had an effect on how I lived my life, checking all the boxes and working as hard as I did and excelling. Throughout my fight, I remember praying and saying, oh God, give me a chance, just one chance, and I promise I will not waste it. The worst case scenario was death. That was inevitable. But if I could live, I would live. My body started to get stronger, and the cancer began to die. I could literally see it on my toe get smaller. The oncologist was amazed. And I remember thinking, if I can continue being strong, I could live a whole new life. And I'm lucky I got that chance. El cuerpo y las fuerzas para encontrar esa felicidad. Cuando no tienes nada que perder, todo lo demás es ganancia. Es un poco así.
Cuando decidí hacer un maratón, quise hacerlo en Nueva York. When I decided to run a marathon, I chose New York. When my leg was amputated, I'd never been to the U.S., but when I thought of the U.S., I thought of New York. It is the classic city. I'd seen it in all the movies, and I'd heard all the songs. It took me 10 years, but I earned that marathon. I earned it. When I heard the marathon was happening in New York, I emailed the organizers in Spanish, and they responded. I was chosen. I would learn this magical city through running. I would see the tall buildings. Wow, what more motivation could I need? Then the organizers, the organizers learned of my story and wanted to highlight my achievements. I was selected to represent my country, Ecuador, in the Parade of Nations at the opening ceremony. What an honor. There I am holding the flag of my country, representing the hopes and wishes of my people. And then the fireworks exploded in the sky. And blaring from the speaker, I hear Ifran Sinatra con New York, New York, oh, me mató. Wow. This was spectacular. The perfect ending. I could not believe that I was in New York representing my country, listening to Frank Sinatra with the fireworks in the background and all the buildings. I had read that the New York route is very difficult because of the bridges. They were not lying. Pero los puentes son así. Es un poco difícil. Twenty-two kilometers is plenty of time to get lost in your thoughts, and it was a great time to think about everything that had gone on in my life. My good friend Christine Lieb was my guide. She ran with me in my first marathon in Chicago, and she took care of me in New York. I felt her love. She shielded me from other runners. She gave me encouragement when I needed it. She showed me true human kindness. While running, I often thought of my country. It's a beautiful country, too. When people would see me and my leg, they would clap and they would shout encouragement. And I felt so proud to be an Ecuadorian. My good friend Edith Tinta has been there for me, and she accompanied me to New York. She followed me along the route and shouted encouragement. Ecuador, my Kathy, she would yell at me. That's when I began to get tired. And I was only 60% through. But I thought, I can't give up now. Who comes all the way to New York and gives up on their dreams? I smelled all the flavors. I remember fried pork, onion, food, savory. I saw all the sights, all the buildings, all the families, friends, crying, hugging, and I thought, Ecuador is here too. But I still didn't see the end, and I learned that Central Park is huge. I knew a lot of people were not going to make it, but I knew that I would. My friend Edith asked me, why do you run and suffer? 
and I tell her, I run because I suffer, but I am happy. I am grateful to be able to run. This has truly been a dream come true. I can't express my gratitude and my happiness. Correr. Todavía puedo correr. Y mientras pueda correr, hay que correr. <laughs> When the finish line was in sight, I reflected on all the years, all the pain, everything that has happened in my life, and it was worth it all. 200 meters away, I gained strength, and I thought, I did it. I did it. Dreams come true. Probablemente 200 metros antes de la meta yo ya vi que se iba a terminar y ahí agarré más fuerza, corrí más rápido y dije, lo logré, lo logré. Ahí estaba ese sueño realizado y puedes poner un visto y diga, hecho. es produced by the Collaboratory an initiative within the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name's Christopher Wurst. I'm the director of the Collaboratory. 2233 is named for Title 22, Chapter 33 of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. This week, Kathy Pico talked about her experiences as part of the Academy for Women Entrepreneurs, better known as AWE. For more about AWE and other ECA exchange programs, check out eca.state.gov. We encourage you to subscribe to 2233. You can do so wherever you find your podcasts. And hey, leave us a nice review while you're at it. And we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at ecacollaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. Photos of each week's interviewee and complete episode transcripts can be found at our webpage at eca.state.gov slash 2233. And now you can check us out on Instagram at 2233stories. Very special thanks to Kathy for sharing her inspirational personal story. So good that we couldn't pass up the opportunity to publish this episode in Spanish and in English. I did the interview and edited this segment. Huge special thanks to Maria Garcia for all her help on this episode, including the translation and voiceover for this episode. The Spanish version features the voice of Manny Pereira Colochi, my colleague. Featured music was Eleve Pa, Le You Noir by Lostana David, and three songs by Blue Dot Sessions, Ware, Hundred Mile, and Tar and Spackle. Music at the top of this episode was Quatrefoil by Poddington Bear, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagir Lius. Until next time. That's it. That's it. Great. Is it recording?